We are celebrating in the liturgy today the memorial of St. Padre Pio de Petralcina. If there's one saint who has inspired me to enter the seminary and consider the priesthood, it's Padre Pio of Petralcina. And uh, I owe a great deal of my vocation to him. I remember when I was in fifth grade, I believe, when I first read his biography, and uh, it was a very fascinating r read that for a number of times, I, I read it time by time, and I would always ask for intercession since then. And then a few years after that, I think in my eighth grade, I remember writing to the Capuchin Monastery in San Giovanni Rotondo, where he stayed asking for a relic of him. And I couldn't believe when they actually sent me one after a few months. And as a young kid, I considered it that time as one of my greatest possessions. And I still have it to this very day. And I couldn't even be believe that I was able to to go to San Giovanni twice already. The last one was um, a year ago and was able to pray in front of his body in the crypt chapel. And it was just one of the most powerful experiences that I actually had. If you look at the life of Padre Pio, he lived a very paradoxical life, a simple life, because he renounced everything for the Lord. Using the words in the scriptures today, he did not have any possessions, but at the same time, he, he had a complex life because the Lord used him in ways that were not easy, that even someone who has a strong faith could potentially give up. If you look at his biography, within a month after his ordination, Mary and Jesus appeared to him in a vision, giving him the five, the five wounds of Jesus or the stigmata. And he asked the Lord to take them away because he said, Lord, I, I just want to suffer in secret. I don't want anyone to learn about this. And the stigmata was taken away from him for a time, uh, but it came back again. And his health was not the best. A little more than a year after his ordination, he had to go back to recuperate. He had to go back home to, to recuperate because he was really sick. And I could only imagine the, the discouragement that it brought to him. He was away from his community for five years, a year after his ordination, because he was really sick. Then, when he returned to ministry, war broke out which compelled him to serve in the military. And it was during the, the war, after being discharged, that he offered himself as an atonement for the sufferings that people experienced because of the war. And it was during this time that his stigmata or the wounds came back when he said, Lord, I, I really want to offer my ministry for all the terrible effects of the war. 
and I offer myself in atonement for those things. And the stigmata came back. News about his stigmata spread like wildfire, bringing hundreds of people in the convent. And this newfound fame put his ministry and vocation at risk. And his superiors and also the Vatican asked him to suspend his ministry. So he was not able to practice his prisoner ministry for a certain period of time. And he was asked not to celebrate Mass in public and was put in seclusion. It took years till his ministry was restored again. So if you see, he really led a very, very difficult life. But those things, even, you know, even the discouragement that he experienced coming from his superiors didn't really deter his spiritual his, his spiritual experience, and most especially in deepening his relationship with God. He led a very difficult life, and some of the strongest oppositions came from people who were supposed to protect him. But he persevered. He patiently waited for the truth to come out, and it did. And he persevered because he knew who is he really following. You know, one of the things that comes to mind whenever I think of Padre Pio is his famous words, especially for us finding ourselves in difficult situations right now because of the pandemic and the other things that we have experienced thus far in this year. He, he said, to pray, to hope, and not to worry. Because he said, if we are really connected with God and convinced of his great love for us, then we don't have to worry too much. And he has a great devotion to daily masses. He, he said, the earth can survive easier without the sun than not having the sacrifice of the mass. That's what he said. He said, the earth can survive without the sun easier than not having the sacrifice of the Mass. Well, if you really think about it, the Eucharist is the source and summit of the Christian life. It is what propels us. Without it, we're reduced to nothing. We're reduced to a social, to a social gathering of people. So we ask for His intercession for us to continue, for Him to to, to stir in us through the power of the Holy Spirit, of course, that desire to, to always be nourished by the Word and the sacrament, especially during this time of pandemic. You know, we're concerned that people can be so complacent and no longer bother to go back to the church. Anyway, the dispensation is there, the, so I'm good and all of that. But remember, that our lifeline in our spiritual life is the Eucharist. Without it, we are nothing. 